sight of the length of the journey still before her. Her escort of scorpions broke away from her footfalls. A scurrying wave crested and crept, lapping the bottoms of stone walls and mounting crumbling mortar to whisper over the sills of deep, narrow windows. The hut had no remaining door, but a cracked stone lintel still bridged a narrow gap. Edna turned to pass beneath it and drew up short. Within the hut, velvet blackness puddled. Without lay blue, quiet gloaming. Framed within the door, outlined against that interior darkness, stood an inhuman creature as gray-blue as the twilight hour and as velvety as the dark. It had a long face with a wrinkled muzzle, mobile ears that focused on her brightly, and the huge soft eyes of a night predator. Even in the evening's shadow, its pupils had contracted to pinpricks in the green-gold-watered silk of its irises. Mistress of secrets, it said, in a language that hurt her ears, but that she nevertheless understood, despite never having heard it before. A thick tongue showed behind chipped, yellowed fangs. Far we have traveled to find you. I am Basha Ghoul. I have come to bring you home to old Aram. Aram? She'd heard of the dead empire, as who hadn't, but it lay beyond the western ocean and the Utman Caliphate. And no ruined city could serve her now, when she needed to win home to her clan, to her people, and to the father of her child. For the whole duration of her captivity, she had restrained herself from brooding on Timur, where he was, if he was safe, if he was seeking her, as she suspected he must be. But now she was free, and the itch to return to him was the only fire close to as strong as the curling certainty that had risen in her since she escaped Aladdin, that she would go home to the steppe and arise a queen. Aram, said the Beisha ghoul, its ears flicking to and fro. You wear its ring upon your finger, mistress of secrets, lady of ruins, queen of broken places. You walk half within its veil already. It is deep time. Its nights and twilights speed like quicksilver to hurry you through the shallow days of this insubstantial modern world. You have more time than the world, my queen. She considered that. She considered the blur of days. Had they been days at all, then? Nights? Or something else? some shape of time passing that her experience hadn't yet prepared her for. You call me by many titles, Edene said, but I'm not those things. I'm Tsareg Edene, not your queen of ruins. Beishagul bowed low from the hips, legs bent back to counterbalance arms and torso that swept the dust. Edne saw gray hide stretched gaunt over the shadow between ribs in bony buttocks. It had no tail. You wear the green ring, it said, voice muffled by the dust.
Edna glanced down at the plain, green-gold band upon her finger. Rise, she said, recollecting some of the gravitas of the matriarch of her clan. And explain yourself. Beishagul straightened up as if the depth of its bow were no inconvenience, brushing a little yellow dust from its jowls with clawed fingertips. You wear the green ring, it repeated, as if reciting a refrain. The beasts of the desert that crawl and sting are yours to command. Yours is the domain of what is broken and what lies in ruins. Yours is jurisdiction over secrets and mysteries and those things intentionally forgotten. I see, said Edene. And perhaps she did. In response to Beisha Ghoul's words, the ring on her hand...